Welcome back to Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life. I'm going to ask you today, have you won an award? Have you even contemplated winning an award? If you did win an award, what would it mean to your customers? Wouldn't it be nice just to wax lyrical about how amazing you are by saying you're an award winner? Well, here we are. We have an award-winning currency exchange trader today with us to talk about the principles of why winning awards is good for business. Tony Redondo, welcome to the screen. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. And thank you for having me on, Chris. Oh, it's a pleasure. And I know we've just been through a storm. You're still all right in Cornwall? You've not been washed away or anything? Just about. I thought I was going to wake up in Kansas with Toto. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild down here. But no, we're still intact. We're still intact, Chris. OK, well, you've got another one coming tomorrow, I think. So uh, I know. Don't, don't relax yet. <laughs> All right. Now, I gave us a clue there about awards. And this is a really important component of building up that know, like and trust part of the marketing message before we start to sell. Because when you win an award, it automatically says to your potential clients and also your current clients, that you're good at what you do because you can't buy an award. So, Tony, tell us what award have you won recently? Yeah, I've been uh, very uh, pleased and gratifying to win two awards on the Business Excellence Awards. Um, I'm really apt for our business model, uh, Best Proactive Currency Exchange Service of 2022 um, and Best Customer Service Excellence Award for 2022, both on the Business Excellence Awards. Um, so really, really pleased with all those two uh, wins. Well, that's a really great accolade. But it probably just didn't come down the email and say, oh, Tony, you are an award winner. <laughs> How did this happen for you? When did you have this idea that this might be something good to do? Um, the whole idea behind, uh, behind Cosmos is that we are 100% reliant on referrals. Uh, and that's a deliberate you know, policy when I set up the business in 2020. Um, because, you know, everybody talks about customer service, but a lot of it is just blah, 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 you know, and the only way I could think of to make, to get a message across that we're serious about it is if you're completely reliant, uh, on, um, referrals, if you don't look after your clients, guess what happens to the referrals really quickly? Um, and, you know, and that's been great. And the last two years have flown by and, uh, you know, they've been challenging, but they've been very gratifying as well. But as we, um, a client, um, a, a newish client who gave me the idea last autumn, uh, to say that, you know, these, the level of service, the way you interact, the proactive approach is so different to what's out there that, uh, you know, you, you ought to make it more obvious, you know, more plain to people to understand, to give you that credibility. Well, people who have perhaps haven't known you for as long as the majority of your clients have. Um, so it started from there. I'm a member of, also of the FSB. Um, and, uh, um, and again, they then, um, they actually then prompted me because they sent out, uh, you know, a, a, an email saying, if you're an FSB member, you know, we've got the 2022 awards coming up. Have a look at this. And I did. And one thing led to another. OK, so the award writing process, I know it's not easy to do because 
first of all, you've got to be in it to win it. So I kind of <laughs> can't win the lottery without buying a ticket. So that's the first important step. Commitment creates certainty because you actually applied. But the words that you put into the award winning application, I guess it wasn't something that you just thought up overnight and just cracked off and then send. You must have thought about that for quite a long time, did you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a format to follow. Um, but within that format, you had complete license to submit whatever you wanted to submit. And um, one of the things that uh, I've really uh, benefited from from the last two years is um, the fact that everybody's gone online and you're able to network all around the world. It's easy to do it globally as it is nationally. Um, and you learn a lot and you, it's virtually impossible not to pick up you know, nuggets of gold uh, as you go through and meet people and, and network through different uh, uh, different organisations. And um, I just very quickly started to realise that rather than go on about what we do and how we do it, because at the end of the day, that's my problem, not the clients, turned that around. And all I really did, 95% of my submission, Chris, was case studies, client case studies. So I asked clients for permission. Those that said yes, I wrote it up, I shared it with them. When they approved them uh, and they were happy with the content, then I put it as part of the submission. So really, it was a little bit of bio about me, bio about Cosmos, a little bit of background about what currency exchange is, what our services are. But that was like 5% of it. And then the other 95%, I just left to you know a handful of case studies. Okay. And okay. And did you Not ask sure. uh, anybody's expert opinion to say, I'm going for these awards? Uh, could you give me any pointers or any guidance as to how to be successful? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a gentleman uh, I met uh, through online networking um, is has won multiple awards. And so, you know, I asked the gold medalist for help on how he got there. <laughs> and, uh, and he was brilliant uh, and continues to be so. Awesome. Uh, that's one of my adages that I talk to clients about. It's not how can I fix this, but who can help me? Because if you put your hand up for help, they say, what, 7 billion people in the world. I'm sure you're not the first person that's tried to win an award. Somebody exactly. else has already got skin in the game. And I'm sure when you ask for that help, people will rally to the call. So yeah. good for you. So you've got the awards now. What has that enabled you to do from a sort of proactivity basis via your marketing outreach? Um, it's been uh, is being added, obviously, to, to the website. It's on our emails. It's on the social media pages. And what it really does is like, the next phase of the planned expansion of the business means it gives us instant credibility with people who don't know us. Um, so it, it, it emphasizes to our existing clients that it's not just them that think, yeah, you know, Tony, you know, Tony service is great, blah, bloody blah, blah. You know, it, there is a third party accreditation, if you like. There's instant credibility. But what you'll really help with, obviously, is as we expand into the future, uh, you know, with clients, particularly clients, we, we have big plans for expansion overseas. Um, and then people really will be at arm's distance and that sort of credibility, that third party credibility will really underline what we're about. Yeah. 
So it, lots of flag-waving opportunities and also creates immediate content for you. What You do that LinkedIn post, you're thinking, oh, what am I going to write about? And now we've got something immediately that we can feed into our social media, our newsletters, put our website, and it creates noise amplification for people that is really, really good stuff as well when it's received. Okay, now, just wanted to think about what is it you do in terms of currency exchange? I've, I've got a th- theory that you know, I walk up to the Amex desk on holiday. I give them 20 quid sterling because I'm a bit of a skinflint. And they give me my, <laughs> you know, my 21 euros back. Well, I know you're just going to say that's a fallacy. Is that what we're talking about here? Or is it something on a, on a bigger level in terms of currency exchange? Um, it's usually on a bigger level. But the important bit is that um, it doesn't involve travel money cash. It doesn't involve cryptos. What it involves very simply is much more wide ranging than most people think, Chris. It's basically we can help anybody, whether they be a private individual, sole trader, partnership, charity, company, business, move funds from one bank account to another bank account that involves a currency exchange. So from a business point of view, the traditional market for currency exchange brokers to service has always been importers and exporters. The biggest growth areas we've seen in the two years since we set up are businesses with overseas offices and businesses who are employing overseas remote workers, which is obviously is a market that's completely exploded because of the lockdowns in the last two years. With private clients, which is still just about the majority of our business, it can be quite big ticket items like international property purchases and sales to sending $200 to cousin nephew in australia because they've just graduated or is their 18th birthday you know uh it can be as simple as that we pay study fees we pay overseas medical bills we've seen a big increase in that because of the rise in nhs waiting lists um i've got guys who import who are car collectors or motorbike collectors and therefore you know import a harley davidson from the united states or a corvette car or a mustang or what have you or watches from switzerland you know okay so um, with all that being it sounds like a very digital almost automated electronic process mm-hmm. how do you put service into that in a way that's going to make you an award winner yeah no really good question um the difference in our approach is in the 30 odd years that I've been involved in it, the whole business, the whole business model of the industry has gone from relationship-based business models to transaction-based business models. It's all about the technology nowadays. And I'm no Philistine tech, you know, I couldn't run my business without the latest technology. It can save time and money. But the problem is the whole industry has gone to, it's a technology answer on a standalone basis. And I don't agree with that. So what we try and do here at Cosmos is simply to, first of all, underline um, you know, our commitment to the highest standards of, of customer service because we're totally reliant on referrals. So we look after our clients, we get referrals, we don't, we don't go anywhere very quickly. Um, and then what we do when we get referred to somebody, so we don't cold call, they're all warm leads. And the first thing we do with a client is do a discovery session. Because every client's circumstances is different. Every client's attitude to risk is different. And so we do a discovery session and we find out the nitty gritty of their requirement, the what, when, why, how, who. Once the account is set up, our responsibility then is rather than sit back and wait for the client to think, 
Thursday morning is the time I've got to go and buy my euros. But the rate might not be good. It might not be the best time of the day, never mind the best time of the week or month. So because we've done that discovery session, I then know that my client, Chris Wilson, is buying an apartment in France or Spain. Which, or which I'm not, by the way, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um and you know you need a deposit by the end of the month and a 90 percent balance by easter yeah okay. um okay. and then we monitor the markets and within those chosen time frames when the rates look good we'll alert you to say mr client rates are looking good right now we think it's a buying opportunity for you and then it's up to the client to make the final decision for the obvious reason that it's their money Fair enough. But I, I'm going to kind of call out something here that's immediately triggering me, which is surely the banks have got such mass and such buying power that their their rate exchange is automatically going to be more competitive than than you. And the, no disrespect as a single sole mm -hmm. trader in uh, in Cornwall. So what's the what's the what's the point on the basis that I could just take it up my bank account, rely on their bulk buying power? and sit back knowing that it's all going to happen again you know really good point that he makes logical sense but the actual truth of the matter uh, chris is the complete opposite the banks have huge overheads because of all the branch network um they when i started my career back in the 1980s they controlled 99 percent of the market that's now down in the uk to under 50 percent of the market so the UK now is blessed with the most competitive foreign exchange market. I'm a licensed trader. I have access to the same wholesale money market exchange rates that the banks do, but without the bank overheads. I don't have London overheads. I don't have branch overheads. Um, so actually it's the reverse. I have access to the same exchange rates to buy from the market that the banks do because of my licensing agreements, but I don't have their overheads. So I can undercut the banks quite easily, still cover our costs, but provide a client with exchange rates that are on average nearly 3% better than the banks. Okay. And what about the the other bit that I'm, I'm kind of thinking about is that I often see posts on my Facebook or social media about Forex trading, you know, 10X your money, this is where it's at. I'll make you a hundred grand in six weeks, that kind of stuff. <laughs> is that where you're at or is that a completely different model? Completely different model. So there are three parts of the foreign exchange market. The first part you mentioned earlier on, which is a travel money market when you go up to the airports and swap your 20 quid, big spender, Chris. Um, the second part is the speculative part of the market, which you, what you've just described. I'm involved in the biggest part, which is the third part, where it's called deliverable foreign exchange. And it just involves moving funds from one bank account to another for a client with an exchange of currency in between. So we don't speculate. It's all for a purpose. The client has to tell us, I want to move X to Y because, okay, and then okay. we facilitate that. So there's physical aspects of assets that have to be exchanged from one place to the other, and you're the interface between to make sure exactly. that there's minimal cost on that. Exactly right. Okay, good. And is there something we should kind of look out for that you were obviously the award winner twice, shortlisted in 2022. What can you say to people that would enable them to make the right choice with their currency exchange transaction that they're thinking about 
first and, uh, and foremost is security of funds. You know, the world is not short of foreign exchange brokers, but not all of them are registered and authorized. Um, and if you use one of the ones that are not, then clearly, if something goes wrong with that business, your money could disappear down the plug hole with that business. Just kind of like so booking a holiday yeah. without them being able to register or at all. Exactly. Credit it, it, yeah. Exactly. Or using a solicitor that's not licensed by the law society. Okay. You're putting yourself okay. at risk. So whatever you do, make sure that whoever you use, whether it's a bank or a broker or an online app or what have you, is fully registered and authorized by, in our case in the UK, the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA. Because to get that licensing and, and keep that licensing, Chris, you're not allowed to mix up and hold client funds mixed up with your own or client funds, regardless of amount, regardless of what denomination they're in, have to be held in protected, segregated clients' accounts. So even if Cosmos goes under, then your monies are still safe because they're not in my office accounts. They're in a client segregated account and protected by law. Got it. Good. That's the most important thing. Okay. Just going back to your award, uh, I'm curious, did you celebrate the fact that you got the awards or was it just kind of right nailed in, right? What are we going to do with it? <laughs> um, I celebrated in my head for about 20 seconds. Oh, Tony, really? All that work? <laughs> I'd like you I to share today a, with everybody. I'd like you to share, how are you going to celebrate genuinely that you've got these two awards? Because I think it's important, I talk about this as habits, is that the brain loves to have reward and then it pushes the brain to think that was good and I'm going to try and do some more. So why don't you share with the millions of people that are going to watch in this stream, how you're going to celebrate your two awards that you've won for your business? We are, it happens to coincide nicely with my wife's birthday that's coming up shortly. So we're going to marry the two uh, and have a celebration um, this Saturday uh, to, to, to celebrate both. Uh, obviously, it's a birthday celebration, but um, there'll be people there. And uh, um, as an aside, I'll mention, you know, the, the business. Um, but then we've also been shortlisted, Chris, for the FSB uh, Southwest uh, Awards. We were a finalist in the International Business of the Year category. And the final um, award ceremony is on the 2nd of March in Western Supermare. So uh, I've got a very pleasant three and a half hour journey up the A30 and M5 each way. <laughs> but hopefully we'll have better news, even better news at the beginning of March. Well, you can listen to this podcast back time and time again. You can hear yourself talking <laughs> about the benefits of currency exchange. And Mrs. Redondo is going to look at you and go, that celebration of my birthday, Tony, that was the best thing ever. Please make sure you win some more awards next year so we can do that every year for my birthday. Exactly right. Nice. All right. I'm just going to put some details up on the screen here so people can go and find you when they need to go and exchange uh, those 20 quids or those 200,000, whatever they are. So those people listening, it is Tony Redondo, R-E-D-O-N-D-O, -E -O -O, and he's Tony Redondo at CosmosCurrencyExchange.com. Website's the same. And then if you look him up on LinkedIn, you will find him at Tony-Redondo-ACIB. ACIB, why is that important, Tony? It's uh, my professional qualification. I'm an associate at a chartered industry of bankers. Good. So if you're watching this, you need to look out for somebody that's got one of those behind their name. Good. I've finished these interviews with three 
tips, three non-negotiables, your three must-haves. So for somebody that is about to go and dollop that big transaction from one part of the globe to the other, what's their non-negotiables they must consider before they press submit? Number one, security of funds. Make sure you deal with somebody who's properly licensed. So regardless of what happens to that firm, your funds are safe. Most clients who's been hard enough to win the money or get the money in the first place, don't put it at risk. That's fundamental, number one. Number two, you know, the whole industry has gone from relationships to transactions, but every client's circumstances are unique. Um, and to get a personalized service is pretty difficult in an industry that's gone completely automated, but it is available if you search for it. So, you know, one size doesn't fit all. Try and find a broker that you can relate to, you know, and um, some people will find me Marmite and some people, you know, some people like me, some people don't, and that's fine, you know, but try and find somebody that you can relate to, that you can talk to, that is available at the end of the phone. And the third thing is try and find somebody who means what they say and says what they mean. And what I mean by that is how many times have we been at the end of a customer service experience where somebody says, I'll call you back, and they don't, you know, <laughs> um, because if they can't achieve that, then how good and efficient and knowledgeable about getting the right rate for you and delivering the funds at the right time in the right way as simply as possible. So I think those just it's about fundamentals at the end of the day, you know, whether business is done online or, or old school, it's about fundamentals. I love that security relationships and then making sure that you do as you say you're going to do. Tony, it's been a real eye-opener today, but remember the context of this conversation is around building no like, and trust. And there is no better way of doing that than getting authority and third-party testimonials about what you have already done for your customers. If you're clicking Amazon today, your eyes and your mind will automatically look for the reviews to say, is this purchase worth buying? That's what an award can do for you. Thank you so much, Tony. Really enjoyed sharing the screen with you today. I'm sure if you like this, go and see some more. Details of the show notes will be in the feed. But for now, find, convert, keep clients like a habit. And why not enter an award? Have a go. If you're not in it, you're not winning. Thank you very much for having me on, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.